Pickaxe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, I've just just got back from Aldi, lads. Oh. No, you haven't. Oh, done an Aldi God. shop today. Big day. Wow. Big day. We normally go to Asda, just around the corner. Mm-hmm. What weird off-brand European goodies did you get? Oh, we got... <laughs> That's the thing, isn't it? You, you know, most of it is like, you can't really taste the difference, but we got some uh, hobnobs that were called... Oaty crumblies or something, mm. which just kind of sounds like if I open the packet, it's already going to be crumbs, doesn't it? It's yeah. like the selling point is this has no structural integrity, so buy these. Oh, man. I'm a big fan of Aldi. It's well, it's a special place, isn't it? You could spend hours just going up and down the aisles basking in the glory of In those middle the aisles names. with the special, oh. uh, the special buys. I think so, some of them even have like their own merchandise now. They've got like Aldi-branded shoes and stuff you can buy. Wow, I've I've been. What's the USP of those beyond them saying Aldi? Is it just that they're cheap? (laughs) Just straight swag, I guess. That's it. I've been dying to go to Aldi recently because Claudia shared a Facebook post with me the other week, and Mm. I just read it. I was like, man, I haven't been Aldi in so long, and this this is this is the reason why I need to go back to Aldi. So get ready. (laughs) This is from a Facebook group called Overheard in Aldi. (laughs) I didn't overhear this, but I saw. I saw with my eyes. In Bedminster, Bristol, the classiest of places, so <laughs> you know you're in for a treat. That's where I used to live. Oh, yeah. it's it's You can attest it's delightful, isn't it? Mm. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe you ran into this man in your time there. A man in his late 50s, early 60s, very tall and muscular. He was very he, he was in front of me, and he had lycra on. His leggings were white and pretty see-through. I could see <laughs> his ass crack. <laughs> but, oh, wait, that's not all. <laughs> anyway... A little while later, I turned into an aisle and was face to face with this lovely, lovely aging man. I swear down, it looked like he had an arm in his pants. Oh, God. You could see veins and everything. Oh, wow. That is detail. The Mm. HD that you don't want. (laughs) Life's HD. Oh, dear. Got to see those veins in full, full res. I bent over the freezer and cried tears of laughter. I could hear other people whispering, and people were nudging each other and basking in the glory of this bloke's mahusive manhood. The poor girl that served him was beetroot red. What a beast. <laughs> and it finishes on the, um, oh, the, the, oh, the aubergine emo, emoji. Yeah. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. So yeah. that's it. That's, that's why mums go to Aldi. <laughs> wow. Just to look at that, man. <laughs> Just to look at big dongs. And uh, let's get this straight. 
or not straight i no. suppose that's why you want to go to aldi oh that's 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 the only reason beyond the crum what well, the crumbly wumblies whatever they were mm, yeah. <laughs> the crumble wumbles yeah i get knocked down what were they called <laughs> the the ot ot chumba wumblies <laughs> what's the weirdest thing you've bought just on a whim from the middle aisle oh Ooh. god i don't know i because i got i got something ridiculous once oh yeah I thought I saw it, and you know, this is literally the the thought process that goes through everyone's head whenever they buy anything from the Aldi Middle Aisle, where you see it and you think, "Wow, that's a very specific thing that yeah. I need," and I will definitely use that. It was a, it was like a weird metal. It looked like a an Acme trap that you would see on a cartoon <laughs> to catch Bugs Bunny or Roadrunner or whatever, right? Uh, but it was for scraps of paper. And you would put it in there and you would clamp it down and it would condense your shredded paper into useful bricks of paper, paper bricks. mass so you could put them in fire places oh, and stuff. Wow. And I thought, oh, wow. that would be, that'd be perfect for my parents. What a great present. <laughs> and I took it home all excited. I was like, it's only five pounds. I'm sure it's really good. And I've never seen it again. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry to hear that. Amy nearly bought a bath sort of caddy today you know you can get it's like a tray that goes all the way across your bath <laughs> right. like oh. a bridge for your biscuits yeah exactly <laughs> so you know you can put like your kindle on there i think that's what she wanted it for she didn't buy it in the end she was like she, she actually picked it up put it in the trolley and then she said no no i'll put it back I'll put, i didn't even say anything i didn't look at her <laughs> did she try anything. it on over the trolley <laughs> I think we we already had a foot. We only got a shallow trolley, and we bought more than we thought we would, so the, it Aww. wouldn't go across. We were already brimming, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she should have done actually. The middle aisle is magical. Just in case you want some power tools with your carrots, it's yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah. Oh, very good. Wow. Well, uh, let's get to the podcast, I guess. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Poddy. It's the official Vidiots podcast. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three uhs, where everybody brings a thing along to talk about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm Michael. Hi, guys. How are we today? Hello. All right. Doing fantastic. I've got visions of throbbing wieners in my head mm. dancing oh. like like little angels it's, it's beautiful welcome to the podcast yeah is there anything we need to sort of say or clarify before we move on to you know that bit with the amazing pod squad does anybody have anything to declare before we go through customs i've i've, I've been a naughty boy oh fuck what have you done oh. I'm, I'm really sorry what what have you done i've brought a christmas thing along Oh, for fuck's sake, Michael. Oh, Some Mikey. of us have only had our tree up for two months. Yeah, what are you doing? Christmas just... started only last week. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just got a bit ahead of myself. Now I, I did a bit of a deep dive on Christmas. Is, am, I, am I allowed to say it? Or should I just sit in silence for 10 minutes when my thing comes along? <laughs> no, it's okay. Well, I actually... I, uh, we got a lot of Christmas-themed questions uh, from the from the listeners, so... I brought some along, and I guess. Just... Oh, for God's sake! Not as you, not you as well, Peter. <laughs> because it's December, you know. I think Christmas Christmas starts with this episode, and right next episode. <laughs> this is, is what the world is waiting for. <laughs> the next episode is like the true Christmas mm-hmm. episode, but you know, it 
It's Advent now. It's an Advent episode. Yeah. yeah. Open yeah. up day one on your Podiat's calendar, and then yeah. you can open up day two in two weeks' time. And that's it. It's just two big windows. <laughs> mm, <yummy>. <laughs> <laughs> and behind one of them is some very thin white lycra. <sighs> Crazy. Craziness. But uh, yes, as Peter said, next... Well, I say next fortnight will be our proper Christmas episode. It will be the last episode of the year. But we will explain a bit more about that at the end of the show. And obviously we'll talk about it on social media and stuff. It's fun. No big deal. Hey, did you know that you can support us financially as well as emotionally? Yeah. 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 Yeah, We'll we'll go with that. By enlisting in Pod Squad. If you go to streamlabs.com forward slash podiats donations and donate three pounds or more, you get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the podcast. You join Pod Squad, you'll be randomly assigned one of uh, three different regiments. Regiments. (laughs) Regiments. The the Peter Regiment, the Mikey Regiment, and the, the Ben Regiment. And uh, and we'll be extremely grateful. And uh, as I said, you get a shout out. Mikey is going to kick us off with his regiment of pod squad for this week. Fall in line, soldiers. It's roll call time. Start with Red Weth, Wet Ass Wilson, Cod Vet 93, Chav Chav Ramirez, Stephen Scoods, Mr. Defoe's Mighty Willem. Oh, maybe maybe it's Mr. Defoe and Aldi. There we go. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. my goodness. <laughs> Specky Becky. The Mallet off of Timmy Mallet, Tom Monk, Lord Brotovich, Katie Solo, Avogadro Toast Eleven, Stukalicious, Fred Webber's Little Bit of Pud, Emily Lemons, and Citadel Zombies. Step in line also. Were there two different ones from Citadel Zombies, or has that accidentally been copied? On, uh, no, that's lists. that's been accidentally copied. They have the same number next to them. Thank you, spreadsheets. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, I've done the same thing on mine as well. Oh, <laughs> oh no. no. Alan Claw's in there twice. All these double ups. Okay. Fall in line. Lockdown to electric. Lockdown to electric Tory Lou. Oh. <laughs> uh, camp surviving pillow fucker. Oh. Right. Cool. It's hard when they, they, they don't use camel case, as it's called. Tank oh, that's on... good. I've never heard camel case camel before. Case? Yeah, they taught. That's what it's called. I learned that when I studied computer science for a year. It's about the oh. only thing I remember. I don't remember Java. I just remember that that's called camel case. <laughs> oh. Where you put capitals at the start of the next word when it's all mashed together. Mm. Uh, much like tank on tank tank bat. Uh, sparkles is back. Oh, and then it says like the X Men theme in the message, which they didn't pay for. But two for the price of one. Yeah. Wow. Truckly Sarah ID, pervy mice watching Mikey. Oh, and then coincidentally, no, 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 Batman is actually there as well. Hang on, you had at least six more no, no, there. You got to give them their money. Okay, sorry. No, 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 Batman. There we go. I will eventually get through my regiment, I promise. A big fan. Happy birthday, Tom Cho. Oh, happy birthday. Big Titty Jesus 42. Axel's Alive 95. Finn Tristam 3D. Kitty Hawk. Big Titty Jesus 42. And Alan Claw. And finally, we've got Queef Chegwin, Donak 07, Peter Gets Hit by an Airplane, Mr. Black, Bumpus Lorraine, Bumpus Lorraine Down in Africa. Oh, nice. Uh, Sponge Bobby Babalooney, Austin, Peter Austin, Peter Austin. Peter Gets Hit with a Shovel, Jeez. Not a Boy or Girl, But an Other. There we go, there's one. Hey, yeah. Evil Waffles, the, 
the what is that? The gazer, the gazer patron. Is it Gazor Patron? Is it like a Rick and like, Morty thing? Gazor Pazor. Oh yeah, maybe. I don't know. And <laughs> thank you. That's really confusing. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, r- rhetoric roll. Nice. <laughs> rhetoric roll four eight nine. Again, need some camel case there. Yeah. Mister Macca. Alan, please add an extra 50s worth. Kermit the Pog, Kevin from Con, and Awesome Fox 42 is study in Rip. Right. Oh, is studying. Is studying Rip. Yeah. Oh, down with the kids. He's there studying. Bam. You put your own camel case into that one, didn't you? you My you goodness. Yeah, I just it scanned it. I've, I've fucked it up. Sorry, everyone. Thank you very much. That's your pod squad for this week. Streamlabs.com forward slash podiats donations to get a shout out at the beginning and end. Yeah. We've got a question here. I'll start, shall I, with questions? Let's go. Going to do it. It's from Johanna, um, who says, Since it's Christmas time, let's talk about Easter. Why are there no <laughs> Easter songs, and can you come up with one? Um, are there really no Easter songs? That's that's ludicrous. Well, I mean, there are. I suppose there are Easter hymns in church about, like, crucifixes and stuff, which oh, is not very nice. But I don't hymns think there aren't real songs. Right. There's not, like, pop yeah. songs, are there, about Easter? <laughs> It's a bit more religious than Christmas, isn't it? Christmas is more commercialised than Easter. Well, but then there's the whole Easter bunny aspect to it, which is fairly commercialised. I suppose, but, you know, Jesus, he's got a hot bod. Easter yeah. bunny, not so much. Right. Can't really yeah. sing about that. You know, There, I'm sure, I am certain, there is a subsect, probably a whole playlist on Spotify of furry songs, right? <laughs> but I don't think you're going to get those on the top 40. No, true. that's true. Yeah, um, I just okay. can't. There's the imagery of Jesus nailed to the cross. It just to me, it just kind of screams a rap song about nailing people. A very yeah. overt, disgusting. Just I'm going <laughs> to nail you like I nailed Jesus to the cross, yo. Da, 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 da. That is that blasphemy? I think that's absolutely blasphemy, isn't it? Probably. Oh, shit. But, you know, and then you know he came back to life as well. That was pretty a pretty rad thing to do. That was um, good, yeah. Come back to life and then I made you my wife. Bum. Whoa, I don't Whoa. think he did that. Jesus didn't do that. Ah. Wow. It's a bit too edgy for me, the rap. I, That's I fair. feel something a bit more like an upbeat song about death and resurrection, you know? Because <laughs> I'm risen, you know? Something like uh, that? Yeah. Yeah. Clap along if you feel. <laughs> I've, for some reason, I've just got the Flintstones melody in my head. I just kind of want to. Easter. Like, J- Jesus. <laughs> Look, it's Jesus. He <laughs> was killed about three days ago. Oh, lovely. Jesus. Look, it's Jesus. Le- yeah. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. <laughs> let it snow. Hey. That's great. That's really good. Yeah. Get that recorded, but on the charts, bam. I like that. It sort of ticks both boxes. It's just the general Christian holiday song, I suppose. Mm. You, know, you can have it at Christmas as well. All I can imagine is... Um, Sort of kids bop, oh. but for for Christian music, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so something to do, you know, with, with Easter like that. I'm trying to think of one, just anything. I mean, what else is Easter related? So there's obviously the death and resurrection of Jesus. Uh, there's Judas, who who was the traitor, and then he went and like hanged himself, which is again, <laughs> you know, really cheerful stuff. That's a fun one. That's Go a really on, fun one. Sing about that. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, there's Easter bunny and chocolate, um, mm-hmm. like eggs, uh, hot cross buns. Yeah, hot cross buns. That's one. That's a song. Hot cross. Hot cross bu- oh, buns. you've done it, Mikey. Yeah. 
This whole question is a lie. <laughs> I don't, what does Hawk, I, for some, in my head, I'm imagining the lyrics to Hot Cross Buns just being Hot Cross Buns repeated about 90 times. One a penny, two a penny, Hot Cross Buns. Mm. What, what more could you want from an Easter song? Yeah. I've Googled Easter songs and it is all okay. death and chocolate. That's all I've got. Right. Ah, we've got um, Glorious Day. Uh, this is the way... Hang on, what was I, what was I saying? It's, it's, it's cut off. This is the way the bunny hops, mm. right? Here comes Peter Cottontail. At the cross, the Easter bunny bop. At Five little cross. bunnies. How great is our God? Bunny, but hyphenated, B-U-N-N-Y. And then, of course, nailed to the cross by Rend Collective from 2018. Oh, wow. wow. Baby Shark is on here for some reason. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's got some religious imagery in there, I'm sure. I mean, you can sing that song whenever you want, so Easter. Yeah. It does show up in Baby Shark Easter song, Easter songs for children kids on YouTube. Oh, I've just remembered now that you, when you said Easter song, I remembered a song we used to sing at primary school, which was <laughs> Easter time, Easter time, the world's waking up, now it's Easter time, oh. Easter time, Easter time, everything's bursting with life. Bursting is not the word <laughs> I, would, I would go to there. Bursting with life. Everything got... is coming with life. Oh, God. Oh. Jeez. I've got the lyrics to um, Baby Shark Easter song. It's mm-hmm. it's artistic. Okay. It goes Easter Shark do 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 do. No. Easter shark, do, do, do. <laughs> but wait, there's more Easter Bunny Shark do 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 do. <laughs> what? Doesn't even fit. <laughs> Easter Basket Shark do 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 do. Chocolate Bunny Shark do 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 do. <laughs> just that is rubbish. Easter Dress Shark. They've just sort of occasionally like thrown in easter related words and that's it oh everyone's favorite easter thing jelly bean shark do 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 <laughs> yes there we go that's that's you just make any song easter just replace songs with the word, word replace words with the word easter that's it that's all you got to do yeah <laughs> i'm uh i'm watching it now looks good oh god it's got four million views. There's a there's a pink shark saying, "Wake up! It's Easter Day!" <laughs> and there's a little shark, and it's just straight in there with baby shark immediately. Look at that. Mm. The lyrics to this one are different from your one, Mikey. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Uh, it, it goes baby shark do 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 do, but then it goes Easter Day do 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 do, and then there's another one where it goes mummy shark, and then just puts in Easter egg. And the next one is egg hunting after daddy. Then there's grandma shark and it goes egg rolling and you get to do it all again. Oh, wow. wow. I love it's it. It's a whole verse dedicated to Easter parade where they just say it four times. <laughs> Easter parade, Easter parade. Uh, that's Damn. it. There you go, Johanna. Sing that in the streets next Happy Easter. Easter do, 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 do. I think what we've established is that, number one, there are Easter songs. Uh, they are out there. And they're really good. And number two, we can't possibly come up with Easter songs that are as good as those that already exist. So mm-hmm. there we go. Oh, uh, Ben, Ben, I'm sorry. I, I've got to interrupt, but there's there's no Dave Benson Phillips on the timeline. Oh, oh shit. Yikes. Oh, fuck. How could we forget? Does he know? Has anyone told him? <laughs> Does Nobody Dave tell him. Christmas? Nobody he tell him. He saying, fuck, hang on. Fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Hang on. He's in this Discord listening, upset, It's crying. Dave being... Dave being hugged by a woman, that'll do. Let's just put that in fucking nobody, nobody fucking tweet him, okay? I hope it's Easter related. <laughs> there we, oh, oh, there it is, okay. 
Oh, thank fuck for that. That could have been really bad. Well done for spotting it, Mikey. Fortunately, we've not got to the things yet, so I guess the podcast itself hadn't truly, truly begun. So it's it true. was a very, true. very close call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it time to begin the podcast officially then? Yeah, it is. Um, it's time to do a thing. I've I've got a thing I'd quite like to uh, to put out there straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know who, if any of you have seen this. I'm not sure if people have like sent it to us. I've seen it around on social media. I can't remember if I've seen it because people have like added us and stuff or if I've just seen it coincidentally. But um, this is, I mean, unfortunately, it's according to the Daily Star. Boo. But um, it's it's almost an update on a story that we've had before. Okay. Ooh, okay. Guys, Meatface has evolved. <gasps> what? Oh, my God. He has risen. <laughs> Mom stunned to find baby Yoda staring back at her in sausage and mash. (laughs) Can we please see, please? Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I've only got it open on my phone. I'll have to, let me just, uh, let me just pull it up. uh, Now, I'm I'm warning you, you might be sorely disappointed by the lack of resemblance to baby Yoda here, but... (laughs) (laughs) I see him. I sort of I see bits of him, but he, it almost looks like he's wearing like a bra. I think I almost see bosoms. Yeah, he's, he's a thick boy. That's a lot of gravy, isn't it? It is. Yeah. In general, it's just quite an ornate setup, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it's a tower of of Sunday dinner. Yeah, I see two sausages, and then the rest is just sort of abstract meat shapes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what are those? I mean, if you squint, it's definitely Baby Yoda. Like, yeah, that. it is. There's definitely a, an element of Baby Yoda there. Um, right, so I'll read this I'll Read this for you. Jade Etherington burst into laughter after finding the Star Wars character staring at her while standing on her plate, just as she was about to tuck into her tasty grub. Um, this is written by Helen Le Caplain and Unzela Khan, overnight reporter. It took two people to break this story. At one fifty one in the morning on the 26th of November 2020. This can't wait till the morning. This has yeah. to be used right now. Get it out. Hot off the presses. Um, and then it's sort of the opening line repeats itself from the subheading. A mum burst out laughing after finding baby Yoda appearing in front of her from her dinner of sausage, mash and Yorkshire puddings. Jane Etherington was stunned to see what looked like the Star Wars character staring back at her. This is just the most filler article in the world, isn't it? (laughs) Baby Yoda is a character from Star Wars created by George Lucas. Wow. I I kid you not, the next line is, The 29-year-old broke out into pearls of laughter after noticing Baby Yoda standing on top of her plate as she was about to dig in. Pearls. She noticed its ears, made from Yorkshire puddings, and sausage legs. (laughs) It's not... The way they've described this makes it sound intentional or an act of God. Yeah. Yeah. It's got ears made out of... No, it's not. No, it's just the way It doesn't have anything made out of anything. It's not a thing. It's a pile of food. After taking a quick snap of her doppelganger dinner, factory worker Jade wolfed down the, quote, delicious meal uh, that chef partner David Etherington had made, despite admitting it was, quote, almost too cute to eat. It's not (laughs) too cute to eat by any stretch of the imagination. Is is it, though? What would you do if you didn't eat it? Would it go on your mantel place forever until yeah. it got mouldy and gross? <laughs> the family come over on Christmas Day. What's that clump of fuzz on the on the mantelpiece? Oh, it's baby Yoda. He's too cute to eat. 
the rest of the article is just as inconsequential as you would hope it to be. Uh, it says, Jade from Darlington County Durham said, David had cooked a nice winter warmer of mash, gravy, two Yorkshire puddings and two sausages. He put my portion on the side in the kitchen and when I went over to get it, I said, oh my God, it looks like it's got little eyes, nose and feet. I don't see any eyes. Yeah, I Do you don't see, see eyes? No. eyes either. No, I see <laughs> a mouth, kind of. Yeah, I, yeah, horrible sort of underbite, really, mm-hmm. the mouth. It's terrifying. It had a Yorkshire pudding head, ears and arms as well. The sausages are like the feet. For some reason, when he put the gravy on top of the Yorkshire pudding, it wilted and it looked like it had ears. Obviously, he didn't intend to make it look like that at all. It just happened. At first, I thought it looked like Gizmo from Gremlins. But then when I shared it online, everyone else said it looked like Baby Yoda. And now I can't unsee it. Uh, the child, colloquially known as Baby Yoda, is a character from the Disney, uh, Star Wars uh, Disney Plus TV series, The Mandalorian. Uh, it goes on and on and on. <laughs> How many words can you use to say absolutely nothing? We're yeah. about to find out. How many adverts can we fit in there? He's an infant member of the same unnamed alien species as Star Wars character Yoda and oh, shares wow. a strong ability in The Force and wears similar robes. <laughs> Fuck, fucking hell. Skilled cook David, 29, had rustled up the winter warmer for a midweek meal. How is this still... How are they still writing (laughs) about this fucking meal? At two in the morning. stairs in Mario 64 that never end. (laughs) For a winter warmer for a a midweek meal and served it with a glass of red wine. Jade, who is mum to two-year-old Bella Etherington, said... what has Bella got to do with this now? (laughs) Jade, who is mum to two-year-old Bella Etherington, said... Having a chef as a partner means I get good meals every day, which is great. And then right at the bottom, (laughs) this is completely unrelated, but it's sort of within the prose, uh, but bold. It says, what crimes have been reported in your neighborhood? Check our handy tool from in your area. Daily Star. Yeah. Who, Who assembles a meal like that? Yeah. I know he's, he's a, he's a chef, right? Is that what he is? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Why, though? That just seems like to have a paddling pool of gravy at the bottom like that just seems so inefficient. Soggy, yeah. Oh, like, fuck me. It continues underneath, underneath the ad for How Safe Is Your Neighbourhood. It now says, We noticed the likeness together at the same time, and we were both laughing about it. His portion didn't look like it, just mine. <laughs> wow, <laughs> who'd have fucking guessed? I took a picture of it because it looked funny, and I wanted to show people what it turned out to be. It almost seemed a shame to eat it, as it looked so cute. It tasted delicious. He's not rustled up anything else that looks like something else. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. It was just a one-off. This this was published at half one in the morning, right? Yeah, it was. This is absolutely someone's boss coming down on them like, hey, you haven't met your quarter this month. Mm. You need to get some articles out right now. They go on Twitter. They're greeted by Baby Yoda. And (laughs) they're just Uh, stretching it out. 1,500 words on mashed potato (laughs) Yoda. Now. Right now. That's it. That is actually the end. But I love that the... The ending is just, he's not rustled up anything else that looks like something else. It was just a one-off. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, I love journalism. Oh, I can't believe Meatface had a baby and didn't even tell us. I know. I know. A baby Yoda. Wet, soggy, gravy baby. Mm. 
There we go. Well, that's my story for the for the that week. That was amazing. Thank you. He's back. <laughs> oh dear. So question time again. Uh, so this is from Shana, but also coincidentally a similar thing from Leon. Uh, and both of them are freelancers for Triple Jump. Yes, they are. Oddly enough, they've asked the same sort of thing. Um, so Leon asks, if you guys or girls have the power to replace any of Santa's reindeers, who would you pick and why? And then Sh- uh, Shana asked, if the Vidiots were tasked to help deliver presents this year, what would be the names of the Vidiots Christmas reindeers? <laughs> so I think we go through all of the reindeer, decide if any of them need to go because we don't like them for some reason, and mm. then they, we need to replace them, you know? Right. So, uh, Prancer, Dancer, Comet, Cupid, Donna, Dasher, Vixen, Blitzen, and Rudolph. Yeah, I think that's right. I have no idea. Those, those are all of them. So, any of those you don't like? Any? Do you think rubbish names? <laughs> I think we need to get rid of Rudolph. Yeah. Yeah, he's overrated. It's cocky. Arrogant. Cocky. Yeah. Yeah. He's got big, big ideas, fancy ideas about himself. Yeah. I want to get rid of Dancer and replace it with an actual dancer because I feel like that name's very misleading. Yeah. Cupid also. That's that's a Valentine's name, you know? Don't step off step off yeah. of Christmas. Yeah, fuck off. So we're getting rid of Dancer, we're getting rid of Cupid, and we're getting rid of Rudolph, yeah? Rudolph. Yeah. Right. So we need three Vidiots universe. Uh or not necessarily them that have to be like VCU members. Uh, we just got to come up with replacements in some way. Okay, I think Michael Jugson should go at the front. <laughs> <laughs> God, his but wide eyes. He oh. can't fly. Yeah. So he's just sort of going to be dangling limply from the the reins. If if he give me enough drugs, he'll feel like he's flying though. Well, that is true. He, well, he, he will be flying, but it won't be him that's doing the flying. However. <laughs> His hugely, hugely dilated pupils will allow him to see quite clearly in the dark sky. There you go. Well, and also he'll be able to uh, do mad stunts on his pedal sleigh, won't he? (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Just a mad stunt at the very beginning and all the toys just fall out. And our good friend Michael Jugson's ruined Christmas. Yeah. Hmm. Do we want real names or just nonsense words? (laughs) Yeah, we could just could just crap out some names rather than specific people but boppis could go in there on boppis works actually boppis is quite a yeah it's sort of a a reindeer sounding name yeah <laughs> i'm happy to go what is boppis though buy online pick up in store right buy one pick up in store which is presumably is that... what santa did at some point <laughs> there you go yeah. merry merry boppismus <laughs> Yeah, that's perfect. Is it just a sign that says the words buy online, pick up in store? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, again, hanging limply from the reins. <laughs> I don't want to be too kind of, I don't want to state the obvious or go for low-hanging fruit, but I do wonder if Jeff is the most magical, he's the closest we can get to a magical reindeer from a, That's true. from the mm-hmm. universe that we've got. You stick some uh, tiny twigs on his head and he's pretty much a magical reindeer at that point, isn't he? Yeah. I think yeah. so. Well, you've got to find him first. Oh, true. Yeah. That's 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 when Christmas begins. Everyone lay out treats and things around your house, house and try and summon Jeff. Yeah, otherwise Jeff won't come. Make sure you go to bed. Yeah. He won't go in your walls. <laughs> well, I think that's kind of it then. I, you know, I, maybe people should... I think 
we should get people to draw that for us. Just Santa <laughs> being pulled by six normal reindeer. <laughs> and then Jeff, Michael Jugson, and whatever you want Boppis to look like <laughs> depicted in visual form. So we're we're on Prancer, on Boppis, on Comet, on Jeff the Mongoose, on Donner, on Dashen, uh, Dasher, sorry, on Vixen, on Blitzen, and Michael Jugson. Michael Ju- <laughs> on Jugson. <laughs> on Jugson. Oh, beautiful. Well, that's it. Sorted. <laughs> Fuck's sake. We're redefining Christmas this episode, aren't we? Yeah. This is important. Yeah. Well, while we're in this Christmas spirit, shall, shall I do my, my, my sinful, sinful Christmas thing? Yeah, go on then. Go on then. Go on then. So, as we're all aware, Christmas is full of lovely little traditions. Uh, you know, things like putting the stocking out, leaving food out for Santa. Chocolate grandma. Chocolate grandma, of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> all these good things. But it turns out some of them have fairly sinister origins or origins that you wouldn't expect. Oh, so okay. I've picked a couple of things and I found the the morbid history behind them. And these innocent childish things we all knew and loved growing up, I found the origins, the truth behind them. So we start with Christmas stockings, which is an absolute personal favourite of mine. For some reason as a kid, Christmas stockings were almost the most fun bit of the day. Yeah. I'd stay up um, until my parents went to bed and that's when they put like the stocking outside my door. And then when I heard that little poof against the door, I'd wait five minutes to get in the bed, and I'd just hurriedly run in, run into bed with it and just see what, what goodies had been bestowed upon me. Oh. Did anyone else get oranges in theirs? Was that just me? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think I got a full-size orange, like a little clementine or something. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that. It's a healthy way to start Christmas before I engor- gorge myself on chocolate. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of vitamin C. Mm. But, but it's always been a slightly weird tradition in the sense that there's already a designated present zone, which is you know underneath the Christmas tree. So why do we why do we put gifts in old socks? Mm. Well, according to legend, in the fourth century, there was a poor man bemoaning the fact that he couldn't afford a dowry for his three daughters, and thus no one would want to marry them. Disaster. In modern times, this isn't an issue because you know you can do what you want. You can get a job. It doesn't matter if your father doesn't have money. Yeah. But back in those days. This unfortunately meant that the only job available to unwed women was prostitution. Oh, the Word, un- that's it. That's it. That if you're not married, that's all that was available. That was to the you. only thing. <laughs> that's it, and that's why we say "hope you're married" because otherwise you'll 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 be, you'll be forced into into this line of work. Not that there's anything wrong with going into that line of work if you want to. We're just yeah, sort of fine. saying that if you're forced, that's not good. No, that's not good. Yeah, do it if you want to, but when it's when it's when, it's, when you're forced yeah, into it, yeah, when you're forced into don't do when you're forced. Yeah. So word of this sad situation managed to make its way to Saint Nicholas, the, the actual inspiration for Santa Claus. And Nicholas came to the man's house in the middle of the night with three pouches of gold to help them out. He looked through the window and saw three pairs of stockings drying in front of their fire. Oh. Unfortunately, unable to go through the locked door, he made the obvious decision to go down the chimney <laughs> and yes. took, took the gold away in each of the stockings. Because, yeah, if right. you can't get through the door, you go down the chimney, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hang on a minute. So yeah. what you're telling me is a man... <laughs> Turned up at a house where three known prostitutes were living. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he went down the chimney with a pouch full of gold and left with no gold. <laughs> hey, maybe is some, that what you're saying? Maybe some of the middle bits been fabricated, but like, I'm just I'm just delivering what I've got in front of me. So was don't... he? <laughs> I don't think he was there for truly charitable reasons. That's all but, I'm saying. Well, 
regardless, they, 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 they walk the next morning to find the gold stuffed away in their stockings. Mm. And this started the tradition of leaving stockings out for St. Nick to fill. And it, I guess it's also the reason why Santa Claus says ho, ho, ho. Oh, very good. <laughs> it just gets worse and worse, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Very good. <laughs> very good. Now, move on to A Little Christmas Carol. Good King Wenceslas. A lovely little ditty about a king who comes across a beggar gathering firewood out in the snow. And this this kind king invites the poor soul to join him inside his warm, lovely castle for the night. And now, Wenceslas was a real person. He's a historical figure. But the king's actual real life reads more like a Game of Thrones episode than your standard Christmas carol. Oh dear. He was the son of the Duke of Bohemia, today known as the Czech Republic, and he lived the high life during the early 10th century until sadly his father died in battle when things started taking a bit of a turn. His pagan loving mother, Dragomi, quickly took to power and decided that you know she quite enjoyed this whole ruling thing, but she didn't like this newfangled Christianity fad that was sweeping over Europe at the time. This caused a rift between her and Wenceslas and his Christian grandmother, Ludmilla. Ludmilla, at this point, nudged Wenceslas to take over Bohemia and rule in the name of Christ. And obviously, Dragomir wasn't best pleased about this, and responded by sending a gift of strangle-hungry assassins to her mother-in-law's castle. Strangle-hungry? So <laughs> Strangle-hungry, yeah. They're, oh, they're ravenous for a bit of strangle. <laughs> this brutal murder actually rallied people behind Wenceslas, so apparently when you're presented with either a bloodthirsty leader or a Christian one without a history of strangling old women, suddenly the Christians become a little bit less controversial of a choice. Mm. And thus, he was able to take over Bohemia. So things were going well. He's re- reigning over Czech Republic with his, all, his Christian goodness. And years later, Wenceslas was invited to a feast by his younger brother, Bolslaw. And he accepted, despite being tipped off that Bolslaw was planning to actually kill him. I always ask the waiter not to ha- put any bowl slaw on my <laughs> order. I don't really like it very much. Oh, no, especially not a whole bowl of it. Ugh. Yeah. Um, he, went along, he went along thinking, oh, my brother's not actually going to kill me, is he? He wouldn't do that. Uh, surprise, he ended up killing him, and Wenceslas ended up stabbed and dismembered in front of a church. Oh, Merry Christmas. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, surely caroling. That's good. That's what nice old ladies and young children coming to your door singing lovely, lovely little Christmas ditties. That yeah. that's got to be innocent, right? Can't be anything wrong with that. Yeah. Of course, of course, it's got a horrible backstory. <laughs> Modern Christmas caroling is incredibly safe and quaint. It, it's you know, it's, it's for the masses to be mm-hmm. enjoyed by everyone. But it was a different matter entirely before the nineteenth century. <laughs> Christmas was a time when social norms went out the window and everyone went just a little bit wild. Part of this shift in mentality meant that people would go door-to-door, making noise, drinking, and playing instruments, with the expectation of being invited inside for food or booze. So it's not that bad so far, maybe a little bit rambunctious, but not that bad. Mm-hmm. But the car- carolers would also cross-dress or dress up as animals and proceed to have sex with each other in front of these people's houses. Oh, oh God. Okay, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Bit- Merry Christmas, bit much, bit much. Accounts exist of proto-carolers burglarizing homes and destroying livelihoods simply because they didn't have enough booze or money to go around. Even some of the songs sung around that time explicitly threatened home occupants, saying that if they failed to provide the goods, they could expect a curb stomping by belligerent show-tune singing furries. (laughs) Wow. And lastly, How the Rich Ruined Christmas. 
Santa Claus sadly wasn't you know, birthed in the innocent minds of children. Instead, he was invented by the rich elite of New York in an attempt to stop Americans from drinking during the holidays. So it harks back to our, our lovely carols up there. Mm. If ye olde caroling was anything to go by, Christmas used to be a rowdy mess of a holiday. Property damage was widespread. Any sense of decency was drowned in gallons of wine and violent hijinks were the main priority. By the early 1800s, the rich elite started to think of ways to ruin this one night of magical fun that poor people enjoyed each year. And in New York City, a group of wealthy Dutch Americans formed the St. Nicholas Society and conspired to make Christmas safe for the rich. With the help of writers like Washington Irving and Clement Clark Moore, the society began domesticating the holiday by focusing it upon children instead of getting mad drunk in the night. First, they brought over this, the Dutch story of Sinterklaas, a folkloric figure based on St. Nicholas, whose present-giving, anti-pimping platform made him the perfect symbol for family-friendly wholesomeness. So, thanks to these rich elites, Christmas is no longer a night of getting wildly drunk and destroying things. It's it's now it's boring and nice, and oh, uh, it's all about giving God. and family, and uh, it's terrible. Yeah. I, th- I think this Christmas we should take a stand. We should get naked, dress up as animals, and scream and drink in front of other people's houses and threaten them unless they give us enough money and drink. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. There you go. That's that's a little bit of backstory to what makes Christmas so wholesome today. Oh, wow. Well, now, when I'm trying to enjoy my lovely Christmas day, I- it'll make me think twice and think, no, Peter, you should be you should be miserable. Don't don't partake in any of this. So no, I'm glad I'm glad I know about it now, Mike, because otherwise I might have had a good day. Yeah, I'm doing doing the Lord's work. Thank you. Well done, Michael. So we move on to a non-Christmassy question now. Um, Mikey's recent venture. This is from Kev, I should say. Uh, Mikey's recent venture into Dark Souls has me Ooh. thinking. Are there any games or shows or movies, because I know this isn't a video games podcast, that you never thought you would like, but once you gave them a try, you loved them? Mm. Oh. Okay. Mm, that's a good, good question. Okay, I guess I'll, I'll speak briefly about Dark Souls, but then I'll, I'll, I'll say something else since it's already been provided and that would be cheating of me to go along with that. But yeah, I'm enjoying Dark Souls. I started yes. playing it on stream and... It's, it's a game I tried to play several years ago, but never got into it. I think I kind of gave up within the first 20 minutes because it felt a bit weird and not what I'm used to. But now it's like, oh, I understand. It's a challenge. It's supposed to be a bit difficult and it's rewarding when you do things. I'm, 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 jo- I'm enjoying it. It's difficult and sometimes it makes me feel very upset and mad, but that's all part of the fun, right? <laughs> I'm sure Ben, yeah. you can attest to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't get in it straight away either. It took me, took me a little while. But I think in, in other things that I enjoyed, it was the American office. I went into it as like this huge fan of the British office. Yeah. And it just felt like this bastardization of like a beloved series. And the f- the first season of the American one is bloody awful because it's just a word for word remake of the first series of right. the office. Then yeah, it actually, it actually started, it gets really good. It you know becomes its own thing. And I didn't expect myself to really get involved in it. And I kind of found myself binging every season of it and, and very much enjoying it. Yeah. That's good because I've still not tried it because I am such a fan of the British. British it's, it's worth a go. It's it's. I mean, it's 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 your typical American sitcom kind of affair. But yeah, it's, it's it's nice. It's good fun. Hmm. Okay, um, I uh, I recently finished the second series of You. You know the uh, the Netflix show about the stalker. Ooh. Um, so I was told about that. Uh, Amy Amy told me that she'd already seen it. 
I think she'd watched it with her sister, like, a, like a, it must have been a year or so ago now. Well, it's always longer than you think, especially this year, because it's, <laughs> yeah. so you have to add 12 months pretty much to anything that you think happened recently. Uh, but yeah, like two or three years ago, she'd already watched it. Um, and then uh, she said, oh, yeah, you'll really like it. And I was like, what's it about? What What is this? And she said, oh, it's this guy who like falls in love with someone who walks into his shop uh, in the first episode. And then it's just him being like really creepy and like, you know, he gets hold of her phone and like hacks into her accounts and knows what she's doing. And he's, it gets really sinister and like dark. And I was like, oh, okay. This sounds a bit grim. <laughs> Tried that, really enjoyed it, thought it was yeah. really good. And then it was about a year or more before um, we got around to sort of saying that we should watch the second series. And by that time, Amy had seen that as well because uh, she'd she jumped on it as soon as it had come out. And she said, oh, let's watch the second series. And by that point, I was, I'd sort of forgotten that, like how to, like why I'd liked it in the first place. And I was like, oh, but, you know, it's just going to be about that creepy guy again who's just doing creepy things. And now it's not even set in New York City anymore, which I really liked. Like, I think it, the second series is set in L.A., didn't watch it for a long time even though she kept asking me and then when i did really really enjoyed it again and now i'm really looking forward to the the third series yeah uh, claudia was watching you it must have been the second season because i remember it being in la i kind of tuned in and out occasionally i was like oh i'm actually quite enjoying this i should give it a proper go i think i'll do that that'll be my my tonight thing i'll give the first season a go you definitely should it's like it's stressful but in like a really a really enthralling way like i love stressful things i'm all for this Ben. What about you, Ben? Hmm, I don't know. Um, there, there are a lot of films I haven't seen. Uh, I know a lot of Tarantino films were big gaps in my knowledge, mm. in, in my in my viewing experience. And I, I semi recently watched Pulp Fiction and Inglorious Bastards, and I thought they were both fantastic, and I really, really enjoyed them. And I never, yeah. d- you know, didn't watch them because I didn't think I'd like them. I just never watched them. Uh, yeah. but they were really good really really good and uh, mm. i also watched fight club for the first time in a couple of years ago uh, after we played it on worst games ever yeah <laughs> which was very helpful uh, and that was also it was also a great film yes. oh, i thought you'd watched that before they could have saved you from several hundred comments but like you've not seen fight club uh, <laughs> yeah i don't I honestly and i can't i can't state this enough i don't give a fuck no. <laughs> what you're saying in the comments at all like shove it up your ass i don't give a fuck wow there you go i don't care <laughs> fuck off <laughs> if you've really got a problem find me on social media and, and say it to me if not i don't care because you're just you're just pissing in the wind my friend but also yeah. if you've really got a problem that someone you've never met and probably may well never meet unless it's maybe at like a games convention or whatever has not seen our film mm. that you like like don't don't worry about don't spend the energy oh it says a lot about you doesn't it that it makes you so mad that we haven't seen fight club Mm. yeah terrible time for a thing (gasps) yes is it my turn it is yes i think it is i believe it's time we need to return to not the onion oh it's been it's been a little while so as many of you will surely be aware the onion is a satirical news website where they make up fake headlines that in today's world sound quite real uh there is a subreddit dedicated to news stories that are real that sound like they should be onion headlines so what i've done is i've taken some 
real headlines and stories from the Not The Onion subreddit, and a few from the actual Onion website, and I've sort of reworded the titles ever so slightly so they're sort of similar sounding, and I'm going to read them to you, and you guys have got to tell me which ones are real and which ones are The Onion. Wonderful. They could be. They could all be real. They could all be the oh. onion. There could be a healthy mix. Who's to say? Ooh, the mystery. So I've got seven this evening. I'm going to read you the headlines first, and then we'll go through, and you can tell me which ones you think are real and which ones you think are the onion fake. So here we go. First one. Taiwan man. Oh God. <laughs> Taiwan man. Taiwan man. Taiwan man forced to sell PS5 after wife discovers it was not an air purifier. Oh, what? Okay. Oh, no. Expensive doctor suggests chicken nuggets cure autism. What? Oh, God. Expensive doctor, no less. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Business under fire for ignoring emails from employee trapped in elevator. Oh, my God. (laughs) Twitch suspends Dragon Force guitarist for playing his own music. Oh, no. (laughs) A Nigerian prince rents out an entire New York City restaurant for his first date with now wife. Right. CDC says cruises can set sail again, but passengers will not be allowed on board. Oh, right. And (laughs) finally, North Korean gymnast defects by vaulting fences. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that's true. Oh, man. Okay. So there we are. First one. Real or not? Taiwan Bob forced to sell PS5 after wife discovers it was not an air purifier. Um, I'm not sure about the air purifier bit. I think I could almost believe it if it was man forced to sell um, Xbox Series X because the people were like doing the vape stuff. Yeah. And maybe mm-hmm. she'd seen like a picture of the smoke coming out and thought it was like mist or oh. I think I'm going <laughs> to say fake though on that overall. Hmm. I, I'm I'm leaning towards wheel because I feel like it's one of those things. Like his wife's been like, "All right, we've got to be careful with money this year." You know, we're a bit hard up, and he comes home with this box. And he's like, "Oh, what's that then?" It's, it's, an oh, it's, it's just a massive glade air freshener, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's, it look, it's was, what are you playing on that? Is that is that Demon Souls? Yeah, just got it on the PS3. Thought I'd give mm-hmm. it another go. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say true. It's true. Oh wow. Oh. It's true. Oh, you're really quick at reserving the console. Did you manage to reserve two consoles? If not, why are you selling this? The man paused for two seconds before responding. It's my wife who wants to sell it. I went silent after seeing the look in his eyes. I could feel his pain, Wu wrote. (laughs) That's real. That is a real thing. Would you like to see a side-by-side of the air purifier he apparently told his wife he was buying? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, please. Uh, Here we go. That go. poor man, because they're hard to come by, so he's he's distraught. Ah, oh. yeah. You know what? Similar. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That. Wow. That's very convincing. It's almost like the people who make the air purifier designed it to look like that, so that people might accidentally buy it. <laughs> yeah. It it looks like it just could just be a PS5 Slim. That's amazing. Yeah. Next headline: Expensive doctor suggests chicken nuggets cure autism. Oh. I mean, I don't know where to start with this one. Worded exactly like that, I think that's that would be real. I'm just wondering whether it's been slightly tweaked in some way from a more obvious onion phrasing, but I don't know. I'm just I'm just glad the expensive doctor has a, a cheap treatment. When you spend all your money, at least at the end of it, you can afford the the remedy. Yeah, I think I'll say. I think I'll say true. 
I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go true as well. It's true. Oh. The real headline is expensive Edinburgh doctor comes under fire after autism claims. Now you can, I'm sure you can already put two and two together and and know that she's just speaking out of her ass, but she does actually say in the video consultation the private doctor spoke about how autism is linked to the measles, mumps and rubella oh, vaccination and recommended oh, no. organic chicken nuggets. <laughs> that's that's a line in this article. There's it doesn't go into any further detail. But that that's that's true. She did apparently recommend organic chicken nuggets as a cure for autism. I would almost have more respect for the doctor if she'd recommended organic chicken nuggets without mention of the MMR vaccine. Like it's it's way worse that like they think yeah. that eating chicken nuggets for one thing will have any effect on anything that a vaccine is going to do to you and of course number 2 that they think that the MMR vaccine causes autism in the first place. That's also completely you know mad but wow mm-hmm. yeah, double whammy there experts have slammed the misinformation given by private practitioners as disgraceful mm. so there you are mmr jab doesn't cause autism we should all know that but i mean chicken nuggets probably help prevent lots of other things right hunger 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 yeah yeah, yeah. sadness death by hunger oh death by hunger there you go. Yeah. sadness by hunger yeah <laughs> Uh, so many options. Salt deficiency. Yeah. If you're really, really, really bunged up, you could maybe eat undercooked chicken nuggets, and mm-hmm. that might sort of clear you out. <laughs> clean you right you out. Go. Yeah. Truly is the wonder, wonder drug. Mm. The wonder food. It has to be organic, though, which yeah, is upsetting. That's a uh, bit more expensive, isn't it? You can't just go down to McDonald's, can you? That's a shame. <sighs> you can't. Business under fire for ignoring emails from employee trapped in elevator. I hope this is true. I, yeah, I could just I can just totally picture that scene of like Derek stuck in the lift, like CC office. Is anybody in the office right now? I'm a bit stuck. Thirty minutes later, please anybody look at your emails. Yeah. Help. I can definitely see it being on the Onion, but I think it's true. I say true as well. It's the Onion. Ah. Uh... It's the onion. Uh, the the proper headline is annoying coworker keeps sending after hours emails that he's trapped in office elevator. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. It's okay, hard to enjoy my good. downtime when my phone keeps buzzing with messages outlining how Josh has been stuck in the elevator since Wednesday or whatever. <laughs> it goes on like that. So there we go. That was fake. That was an onion one. Next headline: Twitch suspends Dragon Force guitarist for playing his own music. That's got to be true. I mean, yeah, knowing the current state of things, because that's happened to quite a few people at this point, where people are playing their own music and bam, banned. Yep, it's real. Ah, thanks, Twitch. It's real. Twitch has recently been busy with its comically oversized takedown hammer, it says here, smashing thousands of channels uh, for their unsanctioned use of copyrighted music under the auspices of the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. There we go. But yes, it's affected guitarist Herman Lee of Dragon Force. Aww. So he's now streaming on YouTube, and I feel for him because streaming on YouTube is dreadful. <laughs> yeah, good luck playing your own music on YouTube and not getting in trouble for it. Good luck well. scheduling a stream to yeah. even stream it God. in the first fucking place. Uh, next headline, a Nigerian prince rents out an entire NYC restaurant for his first date with now wife. I just, um, I just, could you imagine turning up to a first date and he's booked out the entire <laughs> restaurant? I would feel so uneasy. Yeah, <laughs> that's a kind of terrifying prospect. But I think some people maybe would go to that, to the to those lengths. You know, I I think maybe it's true. I'm trying. To, I feel like there is a potential onion spin on this, but it's not coming to me. So I'm going to go true. 
So the onion spin would be that he's a Nigerian prince, which is why it was on there. Mm. However, it is real. He did do that. Oh. Uh, his now wife had no idea he was a royal. Mm. <laughs> and they went on a lovely date. Okay. And that was it. But yeah, I think that the reason it was on Not the Onion is the whole, you know, Nigerian prince scam. Yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah, course. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So, uh, but no, real. It happened. Oh. It, so next time you get one of those emails. <laughs> you, you never know. <laughs> Do it. Would you like to come to dinner with me? Oh, yes. Yeah. CDC says cruises can set sail again, but passengers will not be allowed on board. Uh, yeah, maybe they're being used for something else, like maybe they're putting cargo on there, although that's not exactly practical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say that's real. I'll say true. It is real. Yeah. That's a true thing. Uh, it then boringly goes on to say the goal is to ensure that all necessary public health procedures are in place first. But that's quite funny anyway. Hey, you go on, you go set sail. Go on. Can't take any people. But it is it's kind of mad. If you've uh, got to stretch your your boat, yeah, make sure it doesn't like your car bend, so it doesn't get all all stuck together and doesn't go anymore. Yeah. Final story: North Korean gymnast defects by vaulting fences. <laughs> this was my favourite one. This is so difficult because it's it's so onion, but you know, use your strengths. You know, if you feel yeah, exactly. stuck in North Korea or anything, I could. I could get over that fence if I if I didn't you know if I had a really good run up I could do it. I can I can see it being true and I, just because I want it to be I'm going to say true. Just yeah, the look on the guards' faces as this man leaps over these fences like yeah, fair play, you've earned your freedom. Do you think they held up cards at the end and applauded? Nine point zero, nine point one. He got over the border, was handed a gold medal, and yeah. that was a national hero. Yeah, I'm gonna say true. It's true. Oh, oh wow. A yes. North Korean gymnast has escaped to South Korea by swinging himself over the border barricades without triggering sensors, according wow. to reports. Amazing. The man, reported to be in his 20s, surrendered after a manhunt by the South Korean military discovered a breach. The troops had engaged in an operation near the heavily fortified border of oh, Gosyong, I think, after detecting unidentified personnel there. The unnamed man was detained without incident and asked for asylum, prompting an investigation into his claims and the breach. Uh, they did ask him to demonstrate how he was able to jump over the three-meter fence. Um, and authorities have vowed to investigate why high-tech security systems did not work. Wow, well done. I'm proud of him. That's a, It's impressive, isn't it? Yeah. It's a really good one. Okay, well, there we are. That's some weird news for you. Fantastic. Cheers, Ben. Sorry. Um, so we end on a, on a slightly different note. Uh, Stuart Christ, at Stucalicious on Twitter has uh, asked a question. I'm lately really struggling with my depression in the same week that I've got a really important job interview, no less. What are some tips and advice that you have to stay more positive? I've no doubt some of your listeners slash viewers will also have struggles daily. Thanks, Boykes. And then in brackets, in a reply to that tweet, he's also put, an apologies for what is quite a serious and heavy question for your comedy podcast. Um, but, uh, I mean, you're right, but all the same, you know, it's good. it's a good platform, at least, to... Uh, to talk about things that people can do yeah. to stay positive. Yeah. So I think like the 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 first and foremost, people should like talk to people they know about how they're feeling. If you're struggling, that's the 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 first thing that you should do. Yeah. I think. And yeah, even just the the act of talking about it can be fairly relieving. Mm. It's, it's cathartic. It yeah, that's true. Yes, that's the yeah. word. Absolutely. And make sure you get professional help as well. Yeah, definitely. If that's go seek medical advice if you think that's appropriate. 
yeah, if that's kind of where you're at, that's of course something worth doing. Um, I think like COVID related kind of depression and, and issues like that are obviously like a hot topic at the moment. And although it's kind of, it might seem an obvious answer and it's something that a lot of people have already been doing a lot of this year. But if you are kind of shut up by yourself and you're locked down or whatever and you're living alone, it can make all the difference just to get on the phone with someone. Not necessarily a flipping Zoom quiz because you've done that many of those, but even just to talk <laughs> one-on-one with uh, with people and just catch up with your friends and family. Yeah. I think as well, just... just get outside i think that's because at least for me anyway like i've had a a dips and dives over the last few months Uh, like the things that always help are eating better oh my god (laughs) that makes a world of difference yeah like last month i've kind of kicked my like my 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 diet back into gear and i'm not i'm not eating just shit every day and like that's made a world of difference but also just get outside because you can still walk out there just stick on your favorite podcast and just have a merry old jaunt around somewhere for like an hour or two and it's just nice to have a change of scenery because, I mean, I'm sure this is the same case for many people, but the where, the place where you work and live is the same place. And if you spend what, 18 hours in that same place, it's just yeah. <laughs> disorienting beyond all hell. Mm-hmm. So remember to go outside. Definitely. Mm. It can help to have a, a good schedule as well, especially if you're working from home. I know it's a bit yeah, of a, yeah. you could argue that it's like a vicious cycle. Like if you're feeling, if you're not feeling good, it can be a struggle to keep to a schedule. Yeah. Like there have been days where I've not really got properly dressed for the whole day. That's um, been the last eight months for me. <laughs> yeah. Like I've showered and stuff, but like I've, I've not got dressed. And for me, that's one thing that I've found on the times where I've been like, Oh, I feel, you know, in a bit of a dip. Yeah. If I then if I force myself to like, no, just like get up, have breakfast, get actually dressed um, even though I'm not going anywhere, it really makes no difference. I could be in pajamas all day, but I think just the act of like having that schedule yeah. and trying to reset your brain into like, yeah, things are a bit weird right now, but the least you can do is like that. Try and try and do the all the as many normal things as you can to make it feel more normal. I suppose cosplay having a normal day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. POV: There is no COVID, and you are having a lovely day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. There was an episode. I'm trying to find it now. There was an episode that we did where I recommended some mental health and well-being apps that are very, very handy. And I can't remember what episode. uh... Oh, I found it because actually I DM'd that episode to someone recently who asked me about it. It's episode 44. There we go. You can either obviously just navigate yourself to episode 44 and there'll be links in the description but um just by name uh headspace is for meditation and sleep wobot uh, i believe that's the one where you can your interact is it's like a chat bot right um but it's yeah yeah that's um cognitive behavioral therapy so that the, yeah the the ai bot is is programmed to uh, listen to you and ask you relevant questions and get you to respond to them and it'll adapt based on what you tell it and it will sort mm-hmm. of send push notifications to your phone as if they're, they're texts so it'll be like the robot's checking up on you yeah. a couple of times a day and stuff it, it can be helpful kind of signpost yeah. you to the right things stop, breathe and think uh, SAM, S-A-M that is uh, self-help for anxiety management and mind shift those are all worth there we go uh, having a look at if you feel that you might benefit from them. But uh, apart from that, in terms of just being nervous about applying for a job or a job interview, 
I suppose it, it all comes down to the kind of job you're going for and what your circumstances are. I don't know if if maybe you're out of work at the moment and that's why this is particularly stressful or if yeah. you're just looking to change jobs or what the situation is. But I think there's there's probably some crossover there with, again, we're not professionals. There's a good chance that the stuff we've recommended so far with the apps and the talking to people will help you. And job yeah. interviews are nerve-wracking anyway. Um, yeah. So just try to try to focus on that and and just you know doing the best that you can in that and preparing for it too research the company that kind of stuff yeah yeah i think yeah that's actually number one thing you can do is just research the company because at least i used to know where the company i work for right now it's quite in depth the interview interview process so it's worth just knowing the industry you're going into and just i think showing an interest is the main thing that's all they're looking for is is this the kind of thing this person actually wants to be doing? Depends on the kind of job you're going for, but just, yeah, show an interest and be smiley. Yeah, yeah. and I guess the more prepared you are, then theoretically, the more calm you will be going into it, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, there we go. A little, a slightly slightly more serious end to a podcast, but it seemed like something worth, uh, as you say, Ben, we've talked about this before, but, you know, mm. no harm in reiterating now and then, especially given the situation uh, and this time of year and unprecedented stuff that's just that word has been that should be word of the year i think unprecedented, <laughs> unprecedented. yeah mm. god shouldn't it just yeah. well peter thank you so much for organizing the questions this week no worries thank you boys for your things as well mm. hey did you know that you could go to store.yogscast.com and there's some merchandise there michael hello oh, oh you're absolutely right if you go over to store.yogscast.com, you'll find a bounty of beautiful Vidiot merch. I should know because I've got like three Vidiot mugs in this flat at the minute. It's great. It makes drinks taste so much better. <sighs> and we've got t-shirts, you know, the classic VS1 hoodie, the, the icon, the, the best bit of merch we'll ever make. <laughs> and if you if you want some for yourself, you can have them buy it. Pss, here's, a, here's a little tip. What? At, at that there checkout, uh-huh. if you type in the word idiots in the coupon box you'll get 10% off fuck off if everything what absolutely everything on the Yorkscast store not what? just us so maybe you want to do a little big order for christmas you know for the idiots fan in your life or you can get a little little bit of money off you're a liar That's... you're lying to me uh, then fuck off i'm being can't be true <laughs> it's absolutely true That's you can bollocks. try it for yourself hmm I don't know if I believe that. Well, seeing is believing. I just have to go to the website and try it, won't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe when you input in that code, you'll be wowed by the value. You can't help but check out. <laughs> Wowie. Wow, I've got to click buy. <laughs> I have no control. Uh, we're also available on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all.com forward slash vidiots official. Also, twitch.tv forward slash vidiots official. Mike, you got any. Hello, Peter. You got any, stream... <laughs> you got any streams this week, Michael? Um, maybe. <laughs> I just thought I'd say it on the second one because I missed the first. So. <laughs> I, enjoy, I did enjoy it. It threw yeah. me off a bit. Yeah, so for people who um, watch the video streams or remotely pay attention to the video Twitter, you'll notice I'm streaming a lot more regularly at the minute. It's good fun. I've got a nice little number of people together all chat and talk and watch me do very badly at games. Um, I'm still <laughs> not in the realms of having anything remotely close to a schedule, but... Keep your eyes peeled. You'll you'll see. Usually, I kind of tweet six, seven hours before the stream, letting you know it's going to happen. So come along, join me. It's always a good bit of fun. Excellent. Uh, so there may well be another Mikey stream this week. I tell you what, there will definitely be a, a stream of. Oh, that was smoothly worded, wasn't it? Um, I 
will be doing a stream on Saturday with my friend Ben. Thankfully, this new nonsense tier system does still allow for bubble households. Uh, So he will be able to visit. We will be streaming uh, in aid of Alzheimer's uh, Alzheimer's Research UK is what we'll be streaming in aid of. So if you want to come along, watch some Resident Evil Revelations 2 is, I believe, what we'll be playing. And, you know, we we won't be accepting regular donations, but we will be taking charitable donations instead. So do come along and uh, and hang out. It'll be another ridiculous marathon stream, which we haven't done for months and months. So it should be should be a good laugh. Um, Can't uh, wait. Sounds great be doing a bit more posting about that this week uh did you know yeah i know you did but i'm just asking again it's rhetorical streamlabs.com forward slash poddy it's donations three pounds or more you get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show you join pod squad this week's pod squad is once again as follows red weth wet ass wilson cod vet 93 chav chav ramirez steven scords mr defoe's mighty willem specky becky the mallet off of timmy mallet Tom Monk, Lord Brotovich, Katie Solo, Avogadro Toast Eleven, Stukalicious, Fred Webber's Little Bit of Pud, Emily Lemons, and Citadel Zombies. Also, Lockdown Two, Electric Tory Lou, Camp Surviving Pillow Fucker, Tank on Tank Tank Bat, Sparkles is back. Truckly Serai D, Pervy Mice Watching Mikey. Na 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 Batman, a big fan. Happy birthday, Tomcho. Big Titty Jesus forty two. Axel's alive ninety five. Finn Tristam three D. Kitty Hawk. Big Titty Jesus forty two. And Alan Claw. Queef Cheguin. Don Acko seven. Peter gets hit by an airplane. Mister Black. Bumpis. Bumpis Lorraine down in Africa. Sponge Bobby Babalooni. Austin Peter. Austin Peter. Austin. That was it, wasn't it? Peter gets yeah. Peter get Peter get shit with a shovel. Not a boy <laughs> or girl, but an other. Evil waffles. The gazer patron, perhaps. And rhetoric roll four eight nine. Mister Macca. Alan, please add an extra fifties worth. Come at the pog. Kevin from Con and Awesome Fox forty two is studying. R.I.P. Thank you, everyone. That's your pod squad for this week. Once again, streamlabs.com forward slash podcast donations three pounds or more to get a shout out mikey where can people find you at parrot boy on the twitters it's where i do all my internet things now so if you're remotely interested in me go give me a cheeky follow um it's also a good place to keep keep in keep up to date with my various streaming activities fantastic and peter where can people find us we also have personal Twitter accounts at that Peter Austin and at confused underscore dude. Uh, but we're also together, not in that way, on <laughs> Team Triple Jump, uh, both on Twitter, Facebook, but more importantly on Twitch and YouTube, where we're doing streams and lists and worst games ever. And when things are better again, we'll be doing things like Rules Boss and live action challenges and cooking and all those sorts of things that you know and love. Hmm delightful and uh, just one final reminder especially in terms of uh, pod squad next episode will be the final episode of 2020 Uh, it will not only be our christmas episode but it will be the last one we do this year then we'll be taking a break for a few weeks over christmas and new year and we'll be back in 2021 so if you want to get a special christmas message read on the podcast or whatever now's the time to get it in Uh, we will of course tell you on social media well i say social media twitter when we're approaching the the deadline for Pod Squad, but uh, if you do want a Christmas message read out, now's the time. 
Maybe give it some thought. Leave us an iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice. It helps something to do with algorithms. Do we have a final question? Um, would you eat <laughs> sausage and mash meat face baby Yoda or would it be too cute? I mean, personally, yes. I, How many I words would. do you think you could write about it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a thousand. <laughs> There we go. Fucking hell. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. Look after yourselves. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.